Order in the court. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the third podcast streaming live from Nashville, Tennessee. Tyler Slauson and myself are bringing you another episode here. Let's uh, say hello to Tyler. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Nice social distancing podcast going on here. That's right. We got the, the SDP, the social distance podcast. Um, yeah, but today we're going to be uh, fielding some, uh, some new questions from our, from our friends out there. Uh, we got a few cool topics that we'll talk about, and uh, we're just excited to be back with you guys for a third time, our third podcast, social distancing, and uh, let's get this going, Tyler. Questions from the fans. All right, our first uh, question out there came, what's your thoughts on Florabama and the flooding from the hurricane? Oh, man, dude. Uh, just actually um, saw, well, one of our friends, Pam, who is probably listening, Pam sent us some uh, footage of Florabama the other night. And uh, right, after, right before she sent that, I got a message from uh, some friends down there saying, man, have you seen the damage? And that's when it was just getting started, wasn't it? Or uh, It looks awful down there yeah it it was uh it apparently it lingered for a while and just kind of like they dumped four months worth of rain in four hours i read today it looked like and, uh, the age got completely destroyed oh man yeah and that's it people out there we play at the tent stage and that's the outdoor stage uh at Florabama a lot and that's where we pack in some great crowds and have a lot of memories there uh but it definitely looks destroyed. So I, I don't know. Do you think they got the equipment out of there? Yeah, man. I hope they got the, the equipment out. I mean, it looks like that stuff's withstood a couple hurricanes. It looks like it's been there for a while. Um, it's also, you know, beachfront bar. I'm sure they, they knew how to prepare for that. But uh, it did look like it got hit pretty hard. Absolutely, man. It's it, The footage is uh, disturbing to see, you know, especially when you and I – you know, been down there, what, 10 times together. And, uh, just, just to see, you know, places that you play get destroyed is, uh, yeah, man, it's very sad. I'm wondering how they're, uh, you know, it's going to affect them since their business has been down anyways, due to COVID. I'm just wondering how this is going to, how they're going to rebound from this. Yeah. I saw today actually, uh, it said like, Oh, well we're not opening or Florida will be closed until Thursday or closed Thursday. It's like, uh, I'm thinking it's going to be closed for a while. Oh, so they're all that flood damage. They're already planning on reopening. Well, I don't, they might've just been saying it for, uh, you know, cause they were unsure of what, what was going on, but I, that might've been before it hit too. I just said, Oh, I saw it said something about reopening Thursday, but that, you know, when they're four four feet underwater, there's probably going to be some time there. There's probably some locals around there that'll just show up on a boat, you know, in a little john boat to come get a beer. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the bushwhackers are still uh, cold. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, you never know, man. The people down there are wild. Yeah, man. I uh, I remember. What what what? Let Let me ask you, Tyler. What's your favorite memory of Florabama of the times that we've been playing down there? I've probably told it before, but it was when a big old roach flew across the stage and landed on Donnie, and he jumped up from behind the pit <laughs> and ran off screaming. Oh man! It was dude, that was as big as a hummingbird. 
it's it's crazy when you're on stage and you're singing and you're looking down to see where your footing is and you see large cockroaches scurrying around is it's always unsettling and surprising yeah it must, must be from all the stale beer and oyster shells they come in there to eat yeah that's <laughs> so gross crazy Ugh. and you and one of the stories that you always say is uh one that where i have was drunk on stage but you are lying about that because i was definitely not drunk we'll have to ask donnie about that one he was there <laughs> yeah but he was uh making out with girls on the dance floor so he's not really so how did accountable you how did you fall off your stool my foot got tangled in one of the the cords and you guys didn't see it and i tried getting up and then i fell back but right. yeah. got tangled up in a bunch of bushwhackers <laughs> Yeah, good times. I, my dad has been down there a few times with us, and that's been a that's been fun. Um, man, it's all it's always a party down there. So we're definitely looking forward to that twenty twenty one getting back down there when things are uh, better and not flooded and no COVID. So, but Florida has been open through COVID. Do you know? So they opened a couple. I think a couple months ago they've been doing like acoustic shows and distancing that way and offering food but there's definitely not been any uh uh packed crowds like we know you know so um they've they've offered us a couple couple things to come down but i've had to keep moving them just because just because the money wasn't there and also you know going down eight hours to just play acoustic set and not make much is not worth you know yeah. what we got or, going on or even really so, you know, getting sick or whatever. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, so speaking of that, I think another question that came in from the fans, somebody was wanting to know, when will you be on the road again? Or are there any plans? Do you have any dates set for the future, tentative dates or anything for 2020? Uh, right now, the whole schedule has been pretty much wiped for 2020 uh, regarding road shows or anything. So, um, there's one still pending, but it's not going to happen up in, uh, Elon a in Washington. I don't think they're even doing music. So just getting down, uh, looking forward 2021, I guess, you know, just like we've been doing, we're going to have to play it out and see how things are reopening and, uh, safety for the band and, uh, all that kind of stuff. A lot of variables, but I read today, I saw that, uh, a lot of the music industry is saying summer of 2021, but I've also seen springtime festivals pop up. So I guess people are hopeful, but if they don't happen, they'll just push them back again, I guess. Yeah. That are fine ways to distance while doing them, I guess. Um, yeah, and, and you, you sent me that one thing or, or we've, we've seen a, a couple of pictures of, you know, the little eight by eight VIP things that look pretty cool for festivals. Yeah, distancing. It makes it you know your concert experience a little more pricey, but that seems pretty cool. I I don't like huge crowds, so I think that would definitely be for me. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a cool, a kind of a cool experience though. Like you're not pushed up against everyone. I know that's the fun for some, but like for others, you get your own little platform. Um, and folks, we're talking about these little platforms they have spread out in a field, eight by eight, with like you know, gated around it, each of them, not gated, but, you know, handlebars. So each person has their space and it's, uh, might be the new concert experience coming up. Who knows? I guess you and the people you're with, if you want to crowd up on your own railing, you can still feel the, the railing against you if that's your thing. 
uh, that, that's true. Um, but the cold ray, the cold railing. Yeah, I mean, hey, I know we're not going to be out touring, playing live for the foreseeable future. As of now, and we've been doing the Facebook lives, which I really appreciate everybody, you know, supporting us. It's really it's it's kept us going, kept the bills paid. Um, I noticed that Facebook now is threatening to pull all of artists' lives off of it or off of their Facebook. So we need to come up with a contingency plan for that. Yeah, uh, and that's unfortunate because you know we have so many of our awesome fans directly notified when Facebook goes live. So they're going to make it harder for the artists and the the bands and whoever. To, to do this so what are you thinking tyler uh maybe a youtube live or a stream yard or something like that yeah. youtube i mean there's definitely other options it's just the fact that we're gonna have to notify our well we'll just, uh, we'll just post a link like how we always let's how we always do maybe we'll just say hey this is the day we're going live look out for the link if you're on facebook if not just go to the youtube at this time but that's true man we can just post the link on Facebook. There's nothing against posting links. They just don't want us using their platform as a live. So True. click the link, redirect to YouTube. Hey, share the link on your Facebook first, then go to the YouTube, you know? So yeah, and it's, it's definitely going to be uh, a little different navigating, but, uh, you know, we can do it. And what, what else would you expect from a year like this, you know? So, um We'll definitely be coming live from you soon. We're going to figure that out. Tyler, did you say the, the date was October 1st? Was there a cutoff? I, I mean, that's what I, I read. I don't know how true it is. You know, um, I haven't got any like specific notification from Facebook. It's just mainly what I see people sharing, other musicians sharing online. Um, yeah. You know, and just keeping that in mind of how to how to combat that and get around it. So... I'm not worried about it. We'll figure it out. The fa hey, the fans always find a way, you know, to to make it happen and show up. You have killer fans out there. They always show up for you, no matter where it's at. So I have faith in them and faith that we'll figure out a way to to get around it. That's definitely true. And uh, like you said, like Tyler said, is uh, the fans out there have been instrumental in keeping at least us two afloat during these hard times. And uh, we can't be more grateful for all of you so we hope you guys continue to come see us whatever platform we're streaming from because uh it's going to be important moving forward still with no shows that we can see in the future yeah, and if you guys have any ideas for lives or things you want us to do uh let us know man because we're always trying to think of new things to do for y'all rather than just getting on playing a couple tunes having a couple drinks we love it but you know if there's anything different you want let us know we do plan on doing an all original acoustic show again kind of like we did tuned in style where we just do you know all originals what was it court six to eight songs i forgot how many we played uh i think it was like eight okay yeah i would love to get back do one of those for the fans like a special party, maybe. Uh, like yeah. we had CMA party, but maybe it's uh, Fall Fest or something. Yeah, yeah, an all original show, man. You know, where we get on there and it's like it's a pre made set list. Maybe ahead of time you have the fans weigh in and and pick what songs they want to hear. We put together yeah. list and we play it. That would that would be uh, the way we would probably do it. And so watch out for that for sure. Yeah, I would love to do a writer's round kind of style where you bring in one of your favorite songwriters or some, or a friend or whatever. We just got to make sure whoever it is is obviously being careful or we can find a way to, to distance in a bigger room. 
yeah, I think uh, definitely this fall we'll be seeing some some of those if we can make it happen. And uh, uh, I, I think it'll be fun just to try to bring different experiences to all of all of you out there and uh, introduce you to songwriters, other artists and then have our regular shows as well. So, you know, during a time like this, music is important because it's, you know, we all love music and we need it. So we're trying to bring you some, some cool stuff for sure. So speaking of bringing some cool stuff, somebody was asking, um, again, do you have any new music coming out? One of the fans wanted to know if there was any plans to release any new music. Yeah. So let me explain that. Uh, we're, we're getting close. I know I've been saying it for a couple months now um, that new music is coming soon. Well, it's almost here, I promise you. And uh, a realistic view of when it probably will release is the beginning of October. That's, you know, and that's just in a couple, two, three weeks now. Um, and it's definitely something I'm really looking forward to. I've got a new team behind me. And we're really making some strides. And so that, that would be a single coming out, fall single, early October. And then with that, we're, we're right now working on uh, an EP, which I haven't done an EP since 2016. Um, so we'll be following that up with about five to seven song EP. Uh, and man, I'm excited as hell to get, to get all of you guys new music and really see um, you know, how my sound is evolving and the songs that I'm choosing and singing, writing, etc. So, um, I think it's, uh, it's 2020 has brought some, uh, really cool things to my career that I wouldn't have expected, um, during a year like this. But, you know, when, when things pause, you kind of reevaluate things and, and good things can come out of it, and that's what's kind of happening. Yeah, I, I still haven't even heard any of these tunes, so I'm still I'm as in the dark as the fans are. And when you say you're so, going back to your saying, hey, I want everybody to hear how my sound is evolving. Is there a different, somewhat stylistic difference in this compared to past? Because I mean, if you look at your first album, it was more traditional, kind of you know maybe John Party ish. Um, then you moved into like the changing lanes that had some more electronic elements that you got to bring in kind of, you know, that your love for electronic yeah. music. So you're, you always kind of have a cool element and that showcases something you like in life. Is there like a theme with this one or is it st when you say I'm evolving, is there anything stylistically that might be different on this as, you know, compared to like maybe dollar store or something like that? I think uh, that's a good question. Um, it, it's definitely, I would say, uh, the the production wise is a little different. Uh, I love the production of my recent stuff um, these last couple of years with uh, Nick over at Ruckus Room, uh, but with my new crew, just just with their experience uh, at their level, and you know, just what, I guess looking at the new song coming out, it's it's more sonically you know, really focused in on, you know, different ear candy and, and the vocals dialed in to a exact T, you know, that lots of time has really been spent on those specific things. And not that it wasn't before, but the song itself is just the one coming out is very, it's big, you know, it's, it's got some 
really cool dynamics to it, and uh, I'm pumped for that. Sounds like you spent a little more time on it, making sure it was a little more polished and refined, rather than like, you know, Nashville goes in and it's like, all right, here's studio guys, listen to the song, they play it down twice, they try to capture the vibe and the work tape, but what you get in those you know, two or three passes is kind of what you get. It sounds like y'all are spending a little more time really finding your sound right now. Yeah, that definitely. And it, it's been kind of, it's been kind of cool uh, to do that. Cause like you said, a two, a, a two hour session or whatever with, with a, with a band in studio, you know, they are amazing, but they're not, like you said, re, you know, really finding that exact thing. They're, they're, they're on a time schedule, of course, and everyone is, but, uh, you know, really focusing in on the, the details is, is something I'm really excited about here. From, from the, the pictures you've sent me of the, the new studio you're working with and the new producer, it seems like y'all are, uh, rather than going in and, and cutting it Nashville style with the whole band, you know, one or two passes, it looks like y'all are really picking the player um, like, okay, today we're going to go for this guitar player, this certain sound or this steel player today and piecing it together and making sure to pick the right person for that part rather than just, you know, saying, Hey, this is the group of guys we happen to have for this two hours. Let's make it work. It sounds like your new producer is really, you know, making sure to pick the players that he thinks are going to be best for that part, not just who happens to be available. That day. So that's really cool. Yeah, man. And it, and it's, and it does make a difference. I mean, uh, to, to like as you know as a guitar player just to if you're looking for a certain sound you find that guitar player that can bring that sound or or drummer uh uh or vocal mics that you're using you know so it's definitely uh it's been interesting to watch and also uh has has really opened my eyes to how i you know because i i like to I like to go, 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 but it has brought me back to, to kind of say like, look, this is what needs to be done. There's no hurry on it. We got to get it right. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's definitely a different pump out new songs every day. That's not necessarily the best thing. Yeah. Uh, so no, and that's, you brought it back. You said, Hey, we got to figure out different vocal mics. I don't think people out there realize that, you know, just changing the vocal mic can change the whole vibe of your tune and your recording, man. It's crazy. That's something I'm trying to learn too. Uh, doing more production at home, I would have never thought about that. Yeah, uh, and and that's something I wasn't really aware of. You know, when I go into different studios, they have something set up and say, "Hey, this is the mic we'll be using today. It sounds great." You know, and I just roll with it. Usually, one mic um, for everybody. It's like, yeah, you yeah. have to find the mic that you gel with. Correct, and and there's definitely different different uh sounds that come out of each and for for a lower voice like mine a certain mic might be better than you know something else and uh it was cool it was cool because we we did bring in a like a i think it was like a twenty thousand dollar mic or something a yeah, vintage mic or something you sent me a picture of it it was really cool yeah so we use that and then uh um you, you know, not knowing a lot about the, the details like that myself, I, I learned a lot during this recording session. And also, man, I'm just, I'm pumped for you guys to hear it. I played it for my parents last weekend. I got a, a rough draft of it, but it's supposed to be mixed and mastered this weekend. So uh, we are hoping it's coming to you soon. Hey, that that's the details, man. Like your producer was like, you know what? We rented this 
killer twenty thirty thousand dollar mic he could have been like yeah we're just this is it this is your your mic for the day and this is what we're using but he realized hey this doesn't quite suit your voice i need something that's going to boost or cut these other frequencies and those it's a little details man and that's really cool that he's uh that he's actually taking the time to polish this yeah definitely man and that's uh that's definitely true and and plus uh i'll let me shout him out matt sherman is managing my my career now and uh also producing uh with a lot of his his people that he's connected with um this particular project and uh for a lot of you that don't know some of the vocal treatments they call them that uh you know that they've been doing with mine matt does a lot of the big the big guys uh recently you know kenny chesney's one of his new songs he just did the new uh Keith Urban song. I forgot what it's called. It's really fast and just came out. Um, but uh, those vocal treatments, man, there's there's a lot of details that people don't even realize. You just don't go sing into the mic and then leave like like the old days. You know, it's it's lots of meticulous work that is done to make it sound right. Oh, yeah. And it's not even just a microphone into, you know, whatever your console is. There may be preamps and compressors, all kinds of stuff, man. And the different plugins, like you're saying, the treatment that they do to it. So, it's- yeah. And, and, and you, Tyler, you've been uh, doing a great job, you know, with your new dem- your studio, Sunset Studios, and uh, yeah. with, with stuff with me and, and all your other projects that you're doing. So, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, man. And uh, so kind of getting off topic there, you were mentioning that you played this for your parents. So you were just uh, back home in Washington for the past two weeks. And, uh, you know, I haven't got a chance to talk to you a whole lot because your service out there on the side of a mountain kind of is tough. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely definitely tough. But, uh, you know, while you were out there, all I see on the news is a bunch of fire and things like that happening. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. That's down the street. Uh-huh. So, like, how were you all affected by that? So, the, as many know, the entire West Coast is on fire right now. Um, just spread out everywhere. I think there's over a thousand fires going on. Uh, but the one, we live in southwest Washington, right above Portland, Oregon. And about an hour and 40 minutes south of us, about... 50 minutes uh, east of us, northeast, and then up north a little bit was all on fire. But we were lucky enough to be in a zone this time that was only affected by smoke. And the smoke, Tyler, was insane. I sent you some pictures, I think, but... Us? Yeah, it, I saw that, man. It was bad. Yeah, and it's it, it was so bad that uh, I went fishing out with my dad and brother um, last... Or, uh, so 10 days ago, it was a Sunday. And when we went out there, it was blue skies, everything's clear. It was morning time, but my lungs were killing me. And that, and I was concerned because I was like, man, do I have COVID? You know, I just came back from uh, Nashville, got on a plane, quarantined up at my brother's house in Seattle for a few days with Kelly, and then went down there, felt good, passed a COVID test. Um, and then went out in the boat just a couple days after I got there. And I was like, Oh man, I, you know, it made me nervous. Uh, just knowing that the shortness of breath and hard to breathe type thing kind of coincides with COVID sometimes. But what I'm thinking is that smoke was in the air, the, the particulate matter or whatever you want to call it. But we just didn't really see it yet. Cause that night or the night before, excuse me, 
the moon was orange over the mountain, Mount St. Helens that we can see from my parents' house. So that tells you the smoke was there causing that moon to be really orange. So man, it just was, it was tough to breathe. Yeah, that's, that's brutal, man. If the COVID don't get you, the smoke will. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, and and so it's been about eight or 10 day, 10 days now since the smoke started and it's uh, still there, still there. How are the fires doing? I haven't been able to keep up with it. Have you heard? Yeah, the fires are doing, uh, the fires are doing, some are getting better, but nothing is totally under control yet. And uh, I know a lot of people in Oregon, just down south of me, who their whole neighborhoods have been just plowed over. There's nothing left of them. So uh, you look at the new, you look at the news and they're showing the photos of it and it's just leveled by fires and man it's super sad and a few years back we went through this uh the columbia gorge which my grandparents live at it's the gorge between washington and oregon uh near the portland airport but up up that valley there was on fire due to uh a kid was throwing fireworks off of this trail yeah trying to be funny and it burned like hundred thousand acres which was very sad to see but man this is this is killing killing the the green greenery up there i'll tell you that yeah i remember a few years ago driving the coast up touring out that way and driving up the coast and just seeing a bunch of just burnt trees man it was it was sad um yeah but hopefully it can get under control it's been a you know crazy year hopefully uh hopefully we can get it all under control but uh i'm glad you were able to get back and see your parents man and i'm sure they were they were happy. Yeah. They see you a couple times a year, come out to your shows, you know, all around the country. And so it's probably been a different, you know, adjusting to the distance for them. It was, and man, that was, the, I think it was eight months since I had seen them. So it was Christmas time, eight full months. And, uh, it was definitely the longest I think I've ever been without seeing my brother, my mom or dad, uh, just because you know, I went to college in Portland and, uh, lived in California, but would be back, you know, so just the time lapse there was sucked, but, um, luckily for technology, we can keep in touch zoom and FaceTime. They have to go down the mountain for that one. Yeah. Yeah. They got it. My mom and dad don't have great service. There are still, we're working on it. We're working on it. So it just has to do with the, the big trees covering the satellites and all this stuff. So it's crazy. Mount St. Helens blocking the <laughs> the towers. But we did, Tyler. We were able to meet my new niece, Gaia, which uh, Rhett and Tessa um, were excited that we came out and got to see her. And, man, she is just the cutest. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Is your uh, your brother still at that uh, that newer house? Or it's not new, but new to him. Yeah, yeah. When we were up there? Yeah, it's like the ranch up on the mountain. They yeah, got it's a, a, it's a ranch. That's a beautiful home. Yeah, it's, we spent a lot of time up there, but the thing was, is the only day we got to hang outside was the first two days, and then the last eight days were completely smoked. So basically, you can see the entire valley, the city below, the Columbia River, the mountains, but this time, we only could see that for two days, and then the rest of the time, we got to see pure smoke. And folks, this is like thick fog smoke that was you you know you could see about 30 40 yards in front of you then it just disappeared 
you know, the, 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 everything else disappeared because it was smoky. So mm. pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's awful, man. Well, we're glad to have you back in Nashville now. Let's get some. Yeah, man. Get we'll get back to get back some music playing. And um, I did want to say one more thing, Tyler, uh, for everyone out there. My man Tyler and his beautiful woman, Sky, Sky Claire, now Sky Slauson. Tyler just got hitched with Sky, and uh, they are officially married. So, everyone, let's give them a round of applause. Yeah, man. We uh, so you know, obviously, we've been engaged and been together for for a while. And over the last couple of years that we've been engaged, we were like, hey, you know, what are we gonna do for a wedding? Let's do you know traditional wedding. Let's do destination wedding. I don't know. We could never decide on one thing. We're terrible at planning. We we're always, you know, she's a musician as well, and we were always in different places at different times, so we could never figure out our schedule. And during this time of quarantine we were just like what, what are we gonna do you know like let's just let's just go to the courthouse it sounds sounds like the the easiest thing to do let's just do it we've been talking about it let's just get it let's get it done well sky called up down there and apparently they only have one judge doing courthouse weddings right now and they were booked out past october oh wow oh man all right well maybe this isn't gonna happen um but they called her back and we're like, Hey, we just had an opening this like two days before they were like, Hey, we have a opening September 3rd. And Sky's like, you know, mark us down. So we went ahead and did it, man. It, uh, and I'm glad we did. It was, it was easy. It was painless. There was no stress that goes into to planning a wedding. Cause we're, we're not into the, the big parties and the planning and all that. I think we're going to save our everything for the honeymoon, you know, or maybe throwing like a small dinner or like a party for friends and family. But I don't know, man. Yeah. No regrets for you know going down there and doing that, man. We we really enjoyed it. It was a positive experience for sure. Yeah, man. Congratulations on that because it sounds uh, um, sounds like you did the right thing. And like you mentioned to me a couple of weeks back about the the honeymoon, you know, putting your money towards that and having a killer honeymoon because that's man. When when I got married to Kelly, the, those are the the honeymoon. If it's if it's awesome, man, you're gonna remember it forever, and that's the important thing you know so yeah, i mean we'll probably uh, wait to do it though i mean i don't really know i want to make sure everything's like up and open and and going how it was before covid so i can really get an experience i don't want to go like half-ass something you know definitely true because uh, you don't you don't want to drop the money and and go and have a half the experience so yeah man so i mean we have we have no problem waiting and you know a lot of stuff to do here at the house it's still getting that ready and my dad actually came and visited for about four or five days and you know how dads are man they help out and you know they're good at all the project stuff so we finally got ceiling fans put up and all and all that stuff that we needed to do so yeah, man, it was a, it was great. Now just back to focusing on music, trying to get some demos done for some people. Gonna try to, hopefully, we can get some more content out again soon, and and get some more live. Yeah, definitely, we we like when people give us ideas for different content, um, I questions for this type of stuff, or or videos we can bring you and whatnot. So uh, keep those coming. Send them to Tyler or, or myself, and love to hear your feedback. But I think that's about all the questions I had pulled for uh, for today's podcast. Do you have anything you want to add before wrapping this up? Uh, not really, man. I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting music out of people. And uh, thank you all for the support during the times of the vid. Huge. And uh, what's that? Huge thank you to those people, man, that have been supporting us. Because, like, 
2020 would would not be survivable without the fans. That's right. Tyler and I would have had to sell our houses, and we might be uh, living in a different city <laughs> without you guys. So that's no um, good. There's a lot of musicians that have moved because of yeah. That. So. Yeah. So thank you guys, and listen, every every dollar counts. And uh, Tyler and I don't take it for granted, and we're definitely using all of our earnings from all you kind people to uh, help us out and get moving through this. And um, just uh, oh, watch for the new stream platform soon, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna need you guys to follow those links, and hopefully we see you there. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time for Podcast 4, so enjoy.